What's up, everybody? What's happening? Welcome back to another episode of The Strange Road. Hello. Bub, we've got a good one tonight. Yeah? You excited? Yes. Yes. You? Oh, absolutely, man. We've been waiting for this for a while. Um, we'll I love looking at the calendar and going, yes. Yes, yes. exactly. That's great. Yep. That's and fun. We've got... Uh, Keep doing that. Yeah, so we've got a great show. I'm your host, Mikey, the bro host, Bub. Hey. And as always, in the back on the ones and twos, Stoner. Uh, hitting all the magical buttons, the wizard and Absolutely. our sound audio engineer extraordinaire, Matt Disbro's with us. What's tonight, up? Bub. What's up? So Disbro's th- in the house. Thanks to both those guys. And of course, hey, we got some, the weird fam showing up. <laughs> hitchhikers. The hitchhikers, weird fam. Let's get rolling. All the, I'm, I'm <laughs> absolutely sure there's some hill folk, you know, going to be joining us. Let's get hollerfied. Let's get hollerfied. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm talking about. They bring the heat. I've been hanging out with it. a lot of these guys in the, in the, in the discord. Yeah. The fellas invited me into the discord. Yeah. Much love for that. Been having a blast in there. We got stoner's dad, cryptids of the corn, born not to run. Floods. Floods. Uh, Justin lamb. Uh, who, I mean, we got a lot of, a lot of people ready to go they're waiting so, at the gates though thank That's you guys craziness. as always for Love joining us hill folk yes. it's gonna be a good show um it's no worries you missed the intro don't worry about that flutz we'll yeah uh, always available for to watch again and again so yeah. we appreciate you guys um like i said great show tonight bub pretty Is stoked Is there anything that we're missing that we need to talk about right now i think we can kind of oh one quick note the DVDs of the Serpent yeah, Mound Impact Crater Tour. From a previous guest, Tom Johnson, yes. when he was on the episode. We did the little segment clip of his DVD that Kyle and Mike put together with Tom on his tour. He gives of the Impact Crater at Serpent Mound. Um, so those DVDs just came in the other day. Kyle just got them shipped out to Tom. Yep. But you guys have some as well, or you're getting some from it? We have some okay. now, currently. We're going to be right. selling some um, through a couple different ways. They'll be available online. Still got to figure out some of those things. But right. Tom and Terry will have them uh, physical, the collector's edition DVDs for sale in the rock shop. It's pretty cool. It's uh, what, I think 25 be minutes? coming on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, it's 20 minutes with credit, 22 minutes with credits. Okay. Stone went ahead and re-edited that whole thing down and got yeah. it nice and nice and super tight uh up the graphics kind of added some we we got the actual like crystal quartz image from the ohio department of natural resources that's really cool so i got the the looks like one of the stones from the gauntlet glove of thanos to uh be able to show that you know that Uh, yeah you did you had to put some real legwork into getting that image it turned out good man yeah it turned out real good we're proud of it and uh so we're just letting everybody know that video is out on our youtube page but it'll be available collector's edition dvd we designed the cover uh, the image on the disc, uh, yeah, kind of went through, and we had never done anything like yeah. that before. Uh, so it was a, it's re- a little I, bit of a learning curve, like DVDs. It's like yeah. 2005. I bet I know who Tom's going to sell his first copy to. I I can bet too himself. <laughs> I would buy that thing in a heartbeat, Absolutely. dude. I would be putting that in the first moment I got it and putting it on at home because it's really cool. Absolutely. <laughs> I know that he was pretty jazzed about it. Yeah. So, so it's cool be, to be able to get those in his hands. They've been patiently waiting. Yeah. And, uh, we, you know, they've been great. Yeah. So I think we should get right to it. Yeah. Uh, tonight, special guests. We have AI. Coming in. Appalachian intelligence. Yeah. Y'all. We have the fellas. Uh, we, we have a trio. Yep. Justin, Lance, and Ryan are joining us. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were able to bring them in virtually from Virginia. Yep. Fellas. How are we doing? Welcome What's to up? the show. What's up? 
What's happening, fellas? What's happening? We are happy to be here. What is going on? Tickled to death to be here. Thanks for having <laughs> us, guys. I love this. So you guys do every one of your shows, and you're doing it from your each remote location, and you tie them in and, and make the entire show every time. That's wild. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh we started out actually me and Ryan in the in the little camper studio out in my driveway. But <laughs> once we brought Lance on board, you know, he lives 45, 50 minutes away. So I was right. like, well, mm. I mean, we've got to do this. We've got to do it. And the only way to do it, we can't meet up and and drive this drive, you know, once or twice a week. So No. We're just going to have to do this remotely and uh try to make the best of it. Audio-wise, you know, it's not exactly studio quality, but hopefully we make up with for that with personality and and, and oh absolutely we don't you guys are sounding, it's not it doesn't happen <laughs> you guys sound great well, yeah I mean, i've listened to a bunch of your episodes yeah the quality is the audio qualities i mean right now right. for us coming into this show you guys sound great yeah like, i was about to say the same yeah. and i've listened to a lot of different podcasts that you can have the greatest sounding audio, but if your content sucks, I'm yes. not going to listen. So and that's what you even if you have bad mind. audio and I can make it out, it's like, you remember when you were turning on channels, you shouldn't be able to get on HBO back when we were like <laughs> oh, 10 God, or 11. You're like, what's that squiggly oh, line? Is that? <laughs> I think yeah, that's true. what it's like. I'll go that far with a podcast I want to listen to. I right. might wreck my car to dial that thing in. <laughs> my wife, yeah, my wife sure. can attest. No, but watch the road. You guys are killing it. We really, you know, it was cool. Uh, I had come across your show, um, heard you guys on Confessionals, then heard you guys yeah. on Hollow Sky, heard you guys on a few different shows. And I thought, man, this story that they have reminds me of a similar situation and kind of a, 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 mm-hmm. a ride that I was riding a few years back. Right. With, uh, you know, different what I think might be a potential archaeological site somewhere in the hills of here in Ohio. That, yeah. Um, is kind of in a dead you know, in a dead state in terms of like figuring anything out. Well, as far as um, we know. Right. So kind of tickles those Indiana it'll, Jones it'll, vibes. It'll come back around. I yeah. know that it will. Yeah. It's got to um, let it work itself. But out. you guys are on what I like to call a hero's journey. You're on this, like, you don't really understand in the moment, like where all this adventure and, and this, I'll just say it, this strange carving or formation, this petroglyph, if you will, um, you guys have been trying to figure out what this thing is. Um, we got to grab a couple of images. I mean, we don't have to jump right into it, but the listeners to know. And then that led you guys to this uh, treasure, uh, legend of a treasure, essentially. And so that's kind of how I heard about these guys. I was like, man. So I talked to Justin from Cryptids of the Corn. Right. And then we talked to right. the, the the fellas to the Hollow Sky boys. And, yep. and so uh, we've been kind of, chatting yeah. on instagram a little bit and we thought dude we're gonna have these guys on we're gonna see what's up so that's the best that's we the are. part about it is being able to talk to the people that you're listening to like right. that's what the we- it seems weird still at this point to be able to do it yeah it's so much fun though but yeah so how yeah. did you how did you guys get to this point with it how did it grow into this from you said you brought lance in along the way so it started out with you and ryan you bring Lance in. Was that because it just, how did that, how did this occur? What, what was going on? Well, me and Lance, we've known each other almost our entire lives. You know, we've been bros for 20 plus years. I'm talking best buds. And 
you know, I mean, adulthood happens, you graduate, you get families and jobs and you kind of drift apart. Well, me and Ryan started this podcast just because we were, you know, we were having all these crazy conversations and stuff at work. We were having a blast with these conversations. The guys around yeah. us were, were all getting a kick out of some of the stuff that we were saying and, and how we would start debating each other and stuff. And <laughs> finally we were just like, you know what? I mean, let's just, let's sit down and record this and just put it out there. I mean, just right. see what happens. Yep. So we did that, you know, a few episodes, we started getting a couple guests on and, uh, you know, at first we didn't really know exactly what we wanted to talk about because we talked mm -hmm. about everything, you know, religion, spirituality, physics, science, cryptids, the paranormal culture, society, conspiracy. Like if mm -hmm. it was out there to talk about, we were talking about it. Right. So when we first sat down, we were just like, you know, look, let's just pick a different topic every week. It doesn't have to be, you know, we don't have to box ourselves in a corner or whatever. We'll just talk about it. So yep. our first episode, we were like, well, we're AI Appalachian intelligence. Why don't we talk about AI artificial intelligence? Since we, we don't know. know so much about it. Yeah, we don't know a freaking thing about AI. I don't right. think anybody does. You know yeah. what I mean? Maybe Even Lex people. Friedman. Oh, yeah, yeah maybe. Like that. maybe it's almost like the quantum physics guys you know yeah. the quantum physicists nobody That's knows anything are. about it yeah. oh, shit. so yeah, anyway don't nothing about it don't yeah. listen to that first episode except <laughs> for the part where we introduce ourselves and why we're doing what we're doing just uh -huh. skip on to the second or third one oh, but uh it's good no nah, man we done a couple paranormal episodes like early on and Yep. we realized that's where we wanted to hang out. Like that's cool. what we enjoyed the most. That's the the podcast that we were listening to the most. Nice. Well, anyway, Lance is out there listening. Thank God. We had one listener at least. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he messages me or yeah, he messages me one day and he's like, dude, I just want you to know, I love what you're doing with this podcast. It's great. Oh, I'm yeah. listening to every episode. I've listened to podcasts for years now and had all these ideas about you know, starting my own or, or going on and, and what to talk about. So he was like, you know, why don't you just let me come on and, 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 and do a show with you, do one episode. So he did. And then, you know, it was awesome. I mean, like, I like to call it the trinamic now. It's not, it wasn't a dynamic. It was a trinamic. It was an episode on Nephilim and the occult and Genesis. Oh, we, we jumped in quick there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. I was about to say that's went, the deep end of the pool fast. It went deep quick. That's well, we had such a great time with that one. And then, you know, a few more episodes went by and, and we were like, well, shoot, there's some stuff that we didn't get to finish talking to Lance about. Let's bring him back on. Uh -huh. well, by the time that he came back on, we had already forgot about all that other stuff that we left on the table. And we yep. started talking about Appalachian folk magic and granny oh, witches yeah. and, and all oh, this wow. different stuff. And Lance was just like a wealth of knowledge on all this different stuff. He was reading it. So after that, I think like later on that week, the episode dropped. People were loving it. Um, I, I think I looked at Ryan or I think Ryan may have actually looked at me and said, look, we just got to bring Lance <laughs> on full time. This is this is just working. So we did. And uh, producer Lance became we called him producer Lance just because we didn't know what else to call him. <laughs> but yeah. that's, that's really cool. That's really cool that that starts hitting on a gear and like you find that rhythm, whatever it may be, because I mean, we say we kicked the podcast off in November, December. We've launched it a couple of different times in different variations. And I think now settling on the format we have at this point, Took a little bit to get this studio, right. With the hopes of even, you know, 
like I said, getting getting the wizard on camera, maybe even and putting him on it. So it's still a work in development. But as far as like from my perspective, and I think Mike's as well, like this is the first time we've had it where we're like, okay, go. Like we're ready. Like there's no yeah. questions about it. Like we feel the setup is at a good place. And again, like his efforts on being able to network and get guests on, like I've tried, I have, you know, yet to get Plus, anybody over, over the century show. when it comes to booking. I'm like, literally all you got to do. <laughs> but what I think is crazy about, it, I'm like, literally, but that's also on Twitter. So like right. Twitter's a whole it's, different, animal. it's a different ball game. You know, yeah. there are a lot I'm of different ecosystems, basically, social media, you know, like, you know, you see a lot of, creators here even just in our live stream bigfoot society shout right. out burt moran local legends you know the corns in there Martin. uh you know, and so it, we've just been able to like get in to some of these circles been very fortunate and, yeah yeah uh, just make some felt inroads. comfortable with kind of a hey i can vouch for you whether it's you know justin and jay or or jeremiah right. or uh you know Kyle and well, dude, that's been one of the coolest parts about this whole thing, you know. Those guys, exactly what you guys are going through right now and talking about doing all this. It's it's what we've been doing from day one, you know, just putting feelers out there, trying to network and and talk to different people, and yeah, and just we we like to call it building the tribe. We just like to build the tribe, you know, just keep adding to it and keep adding to it, and that way, you know, a topic comes up, something comes up, you know, there's somebody out there that that is an expert on what you're getting ready to talk about. Right. Right. But even more than that, it's just the camaraderie, man. I mean, it's just knowing that, well, just like I told you guys before we jumped on here and I hate to do it, but I'm going to shout out the all powerful Mr. E here and sitting here (laughs) listening right now (laughs) with his dog. Like he texted me right before this, or actually he's been texting me all day long because we done an episode with Mark Steves from my family thinks I'm crazy. And Mark's a little wishy-washy on dinosaurs. He's he's with me and Lance oh, really? on this one. Ryan's not happy about it, but Justin, <laughs> I still love Mark. Let's not get it twisted. <laughs> but Justin from Cryptids of the Corn messages me earlier and says, uh, I have a dinosaur bone. And then has this just like exasperated emoji beside of it. And I said, Oh my God. Wrong. It's a fake. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Nice. Oh, I bet he went through the room. Oh man. So I mean, it's just it it you build these relationships with these people that even though you've never actually sat down face to face and and met with them, you yeah. just build this relationship through talking and doing what we're doing right now. And right. right there's not been many guests that's come on our show or we've went on their show that we haven't carried on a relationship after that, you know, even if it's just checking in once every couple of weeks and and saying, Hey man, what's up? How's everything going? You know, absolutely good. Yeah. And that's the, that's the big thing, you know, it's just like building this tribe that this big weird tribe. It's been awesome. And I'm glad to see you guys are in it too. It seems like a common thread though. And a common vibe, like I said, since we've started and really kind of, gone headfirst into it like mike was like we're going to cryptid con we're like i think i was in north carolina at the time i get this text message like we're going to cryptid it was con. on the like, calendar in summer i'm like all right yeah well maybe we started i wasn't down here yet 2020 officially yeah like during this is a pandemic project where yeah. you know uh, we kind of we were it for the midwest we were a crew that shot a lot of concerts festivals um in the area so if you have a big festival like lost lands or rock in the range or bunbury chances are our crew would be brought in in some way to to shoot um there's so we shoot a lot of concerts and conferences and stuff 
And that shit just went out the window. It just all fell apart. Um, and we were just going nuts, had no yeah. jobs, no gigs. And we're like, dude, Need we're going to turn our little tiny 12 by nine closet office <laughs> into a podcast studio. It and we're going to, we so ripped tiny. out, I don't know, six, seven episodes. Yeah. We actually did some progress. Little bro zone, by the way, this is bro zone <laughs> two point bro. And yeah. then little bro zone is the little nine by 12 closet that we started yeah. the show kind of like that scene in blow where he's like tell me what you know about cocaine we're just in this little cell like god when we get a real studio <laughs> when we get a real space we're gonna absolutely have a real show but yeah until then it was kind of like you know it was beta stepbrothers with beta, bunk beta. beds beta, yeah. beta. <laughs> it was tight it was tight it wasn't a lot of room for activities but we got it going but so you <laughs> What, what were yeah. some of the first so you guys said you kind of started settling on the paranormal aspect of of the show what what drew you to that where do you have personal encounters or was there just something of a close enough that you're like because again we all have our you're right but we all have our particular draws like i have my certain interest mikey obviously has his kyle has his i'm sure you guys align on certain ones but definitely have your own kind of personal flavor of you know, whether it's ancient archaeology or paranormal or UFOs or, you know, whatever it is, you know, how did you settle on that paranormal? Yeah. Let yeah. me start, Any, Justin. That's, that's why we call it a strange this. road. Let yeah. me start on this one. Yeah. yeah. Justin and I grew up together. Okay. Justin has a ton of paranormal experiences that he can get into um, that I did not believe and was in the middle of them with him and still didn't believe him. Um, Whoa. And yes. he was, I mean, the legitimate hauntings, we, we call it that, like a shadow person. That I, do, I do this in the sense of, like, I love ghost stories, but everybody's okay. Nobody got harmed in yeah, any of these stories. No, okay, but like still he, fist bump it. He, 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 was, he, was coming, harmed. he was coming to school. <laughs> we, were, we, were, we, were, we were in high school at the time. Uh, and he was coming to school That's telling crazy. us these things. And I was just totally Damn. blowing him off because I had zero. I have never had a paranormal experience ever. Right. Um and so he was kind of telling his best friend this stuff. Yeah. And I was just thinking that he was crazy. Um, and then <laughs> it kind of progressively got heavier. Um, and I still didn't believe him. And then we kind of had a moment together in which we, he, exp I don't know. I, I won't say that I definitely saw something, but I, I, something made me at least go, uh, let's get out of here. Um, and he has a lot more that kind of goes into that. Um, so we we always had these conversations, right? We grew up having these conversations and we would talk crazy stuff all the time. And like we were the two guys that the teacher hated to see because we were just freaking just talk, you know, about anything and everything all the time. Yeah. Um, and 100 that kind of led us. We had this history of of, of paranormal. Um, and then we, of course, kind of went, went, went our own way for a while. Um, and then come, once we reconnected and. Ryan came into the picture as well in this great, huge paranormal menage a trois that we have. Um, yes. It essentially <laughs> I love um, that. kind of turns into uh, where we have conversations about weird stuff because we each have very different ideas about the same things that we talk about. Right. Um, and okay. it allows, I think, to have good, well, it's not great. The show sucks, but like I said, let's have, have good conversations <laughs> no, about doesn't. interesting things that we can have three different, totally different POVs from. Um, but it all stems from Justin's paranormal stuff that happened with him that I would mm. not believe. Um, and to this day, still kind of have not the don't believe him, but didn't have the same experiences he did until there was a moment where I was like, ah, maybe yeah. this is more to this than him just kind of being crazy. But I'll, I'll stop there. Go ahead, JK. <laughs> 
Well, first, first off here, I think the our next episode title needs to be Paranormal Menage a Trois. <laughs> Dude, I love it. That's, that's a, great a great topic. That's a, it's also a great name of a show. That's a absolutely, band absolutely Paranormal Menage. Trademark that. <laughs> Ryan, then we can't do it. We have to have do your something consent. like Phantom Menage a Trois. Yeah. Make it all one my, word with phantom. Make when it, you get yeah, my absolutely. age and you have to battle hemorrhoids, yeah, well, then we'll <laughs> let's talk, okay? Bro, I got you. I yep. Tell you <laughs> what, you that you can't be much older than 32. Dude, I'll be 40 in June. For real? Yeah, bro. You look he, I moisturize. <laughs> absolutely. Take that freaking hat off and he'll believe you. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, I can no. <laughs> so wait are you you're older than me right I'm, i turned 40 in august august 2022 yeah i turned 40 in december of last year dang y'all look good for 42 yeah. absolutely oh thanks man i look older Vol- than anybody here and i'm volleyball 33. every sunday <laughs> volleyball on sundays that's all i can say yes yes i was gonna say that's 30s. what i'm talking about that and a, a whiskey or a bourbon for a podcast yeah. night you know yeah absolutely balance. what window of time was this these experiences are we talking like kid, early 20s? That's a good question. Uh, a question. Well, I started experiencing stuff when I was a kid. Um, but it was one of those things that my parents, you know, they never they never really went along with it or, or you know, came along. And it was always, well, it was just a nightmare or, you know, you're just, it's, it's not terrors. You know, just come and, and make a pallet in the floor. You can sleep here tonight. Everything's cool. And then I would be scared to death for a couple nights to go back into my room. And then I would, and then I would see, you know, something walk by the doorway. I was scared to death to open, to, to close my door because oh, yeah. every time, every time I would close my door, I would hear knocking on my window outside. And then from the inside of my closet, what? but then, but then every night that I would leave my door open, there would be nothing audible, but I would see just a, a, a shadow crossed by the door mm-hmm. you know just enough light that i would see this cross by the door so all this happened when i was a kid but it was just something that was always brushed off you know it's just you know it's no big deal i remember specifically like really in full clarity one night i was laying there and I'd actually just got threatened, like, do not come into our room. And I guess mom and dad were trying to get freak nasty that night. And they did not <laughs> want scared little Justin <laughs> coming up in the room. So they were like, do not come in here. I don't care what's going on. It's just, it's, it's your imagination. <laughs> you know, nothing is going on. This is all in your head. Go. <laughs> so, so I was like, I was laying there and I was scared of them. I was more scared of them than whatever was going yeah. on around me. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I can't go in mom and dad's room. Well, I start hearing these knocks. I close my door. I start hearing these knocks on the outside of my window. And when I would, I only had the courage to actually get up and peek through my blinds a couple times. But I, I've never saw anything when I did. It would just, I would hear the knocks. Um, but that night I heard the knocks. And then I just, you know, every little kid mode, you know, you pull the covers up over your head. and, and Oh, you know, God, that's the if worst. It if it can't see me, then, then nothing can happen. Start so I pull the covers up. Yeah. Like I pull the covers up over my head and while I'm doing it, like I'm, you know, I'm scared. So 
my breathing is hard, but then I start hearing breathing off to the side. So I was like, this has got to be me. So I held my breath. I remember this plain as day. I held my breath as long as I could hold it. And the whole time I could hear just in my right ear, heavy breathing. Nope. 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 So my mom and dad just had to, uh, cancel freak nasty time that night because i booked no way. into their right right i was about that, to say wait go ahead yeah go, go ahead. ahead no go ahead no i was gonna say right. the whole the the covers over the head you remember the comic strip the far side where like god if my parents would have only given me a snorkel as a kid i would have not have bothered them they could have made 20 more kids I would have slept peacefully because <laughs> you could hang under that blanket until you're like, man, I feel like I'm in one of those big popcorn tins and I'm going to suffocate and die. Like you need hot, yeah. you need war- like cold air again. Yeah. You come up and then you're like, I'm running to my mom and dad's room. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not waiting any longer. You know, as, yeah. many, as many times as I've heard that story, I just realized that you heard your mom or your dad breathing loudly. <laughs> <laughs> that just dawned on me. <laughs> oh dude either way it's legit to get scared like oh dude all the time i, I had an old broom handle you know there's like toy brooms oh yeah like the brush falls off i had yeah. that big old stick right underneath my bed i was always worried about like burglar the carnies from the country fest and all the little festivals you know they would rob people and I remember being terrified, dude. It's like, there's somebody coming in the house. We're getting robbed. That's because you lived in the city. It was a town of 250 people. Let's not get wild here, bud. You almost had a stoplight. There's no stoplight to this day. You had a gas station and a bar. Yes. That's a, that's a city. That's a city. Yeah. Let's say when For I watched sure. Little House on the Prairie, I didn't see a whole lot of difference between my immediate surroundings and that <laughs> landscape. Yeah, Look, I feel kind of middle of nowhere. So, to the whole like you know paranormal and ufology and crypt. I mean, growing up like that's what I was almost about to say is you know if you guys are in that kind of same neck of the woods where you got a little bit of outdoor green space when you were kids running, riding your bikes type stuff. Like Playing my parents, crypt. if I would have said I saw something because I didn't as a kid that I remember, um, I think they would have done the same thing, right? They would have been yeah. like, "Oh, oh sweet Jesus, dirty. we got to put you to bed tonight. Get the Benadryl jam." You know, get, make them yeah. make them a warm bottle of shut up. Yeah, um, just joking. Well, you know, Don't if I would that at if, home, that's not medical advice to anyone. <laughs> we are not doctors. No, yet. Yet. love used to be a nurse, but I'm. That's why I said no medical advice. That's close enough. Yeah, <laughs> that's medical advice for all you heel folk. Yeah. Maybe not you hitchhikers, but you heel folk. That's medical advice. <laughs> Yes. I love it. So wait, that's your fan base is the Hill Folk? Yeah. Yeah, the Hill great. Folk, baby. I love it. Great, so Mikey, Mikey is the, you know, again, the instigator, uh, you know, the bridge builder, the gumshoe. So I kind of find out vicariously through him because we're all tackling different arms of reaching out and communication and social yeah. media. So there are times where he's like, Hey, you've been talking to this person that I'm now talking to Instagram and you got to talk to. I'm like, I don't know this. So he gets a lot more of the story. So he's got a lot better and clearer picture of your overall kind of arc and where you guys have been. So I like keeping Bub in the dark too, though. I love it because, yeah, Yeah, because I am going to ask questions and kind of dig, but I know about the petroglyph, but so the paranormal side has kind of fell into Justin's Ryan and Lance outside of your, you know, interactions with Justin and getting that story. Have you had your own interactions familial or just 
you guys being friends always drew each other towards it kind of in the conversation is what it sounds like uh, I was more into just creepy pasta podcasts and things, you know, listen to that. Okay. That's always my favorite is the horror and mystery, things like that. Yeah. But in getting in discussions with Justin at work, you know, basically it would be him telling me his experience and me trying to explain what probably happened. Hmm. Okay. So you're kind of being the, the rational devil's advocate, yeah. breaking it down, kind of going, Everybody Hey, look, needs that. you've had this experience, but let me, let me work it through in a you know non nonpartisan way and figure it out for you because you didn't and then, yeah. And then he would follow up with a story that was scarier than anything that I was even talking about <laughs> right. and totally Demon writing it off and saying ah, it wasn't anything. Nothing's totally nothing. Right. Well, and, and I get Lance's perspective too of you know, he's thinking the whole time, like, unless you have your own encounter, because I didn't for a long time until I did. And then I, I was didn't like believe in all right. watch until like a couple years a ago year. yeah i wasn't yeah. a big sasquatch fan i just thought it was kind of like a weird fan club of sorts and people really <laughs> just thought it, I, i'm not trying to be mean but it, no. you know when you do look at it from the outside looking in you kind of think like <laughs> how do these people believe in this stuff but again if, if yeah. you had your own experience or you've had the you yes. were out in the woods and you're a hunter for many odd years you know what i've said this so many times in episodes Missing 411 blew open, my open mind. Your mind I don't know if you guys yeah. have watched any of that by Politis, but that stuff is just... Oh, yeah. We've... Some of the most... Missing 411 phenomena is is ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Some of the right. theories and stuff on that and, and I think the I actual cases. I think Ryan yeah. may have solved a few, yeah. actually. For real? There's a couple that's pretty... Interesting. Especially the little kid up in Oregon. I have to okay. be right. Oh yeah, so let's the, hear it. Yeah, the go so go kid goes up the little yard. I guess it's been snowing. And the little kid gets up the yard a certain way. They can follow the tracks. There's no right. other tracks around. The kid disappears. Yep. So I'm thinking, what birds are up in that part of the country? Yep. And it's Golden done. Eagles, one of them. How because how, how big of a kid, or how big or toddler. how old of a toddler? Like small yeah. toddler. Yeah. And when they, they found her, she was how far away? A mile or two? I think, no, I think it was like, it was a few miles. It and it was, a, it was a little boy, I think. And all they found was his jacket. So, I mean, still. Well, I, know, I know which came. one. Well, no, they yeah. found him, yeah, yeah. But they found his jacket at the scene. Yeah, that's what it was just footprints, then no footprints, a jacket was left and they found him like on a frozen lake a few miles away, you know, totally unharmed or whatever. But it was only like not enough time afterwards. It's only like a few hours afterwards to be able to get there to be able for him to actually trade. I think they actually less Stroud. We worked with David Pilatus on this case. I do believe David Pilatus went to Les Stroud and said, Okay, Survivor man, let's let's see if you can make it there this amount of miles in this amount yeah. of time mm. over the same path that this kid would have t- had to take, mm. and let's see. And Les Stroud gave up like halfway through and said it's no way possible. Jeez, and Les Stroud is by all means can take care of himself. Absolutely, like, like oh, he he's made for that, and he yeah. can't do it. Yeah, there's so, there's so many of those weird stories. Ryan's eagle theory on that one, I think it, it's not bad. It's not bad. Right. I'm not going to discount it. I mean, for but in in those no, missing four one ones for that size of a person, sure. But 
you know yeah. um all the other ones where it's just like you know 10 hunters go in the woods only nine come out and they're like right How the hell's ted he's only been gone you know and and they have weapons and they have food and they have all this ability to get help or start a fire or you know and they're experienced they're that, always yeah, that's what I'm saying. Know, extremely experienced and there's always these weird little details like yeah this steel trap sound in the woods uh that, that everybody weird. hears that's like, creepy. like you mm-hmm. know what is that i mean right. where does that come from yeah. but no it's it's definitely it's a crazy phenomenon man that yeah he's i don't he's know got a wild series have you guys yeah. had anybody disappear in the mountains where where you guys are oh I yeah mean, for sure yeah just like probably sure hikers backpackers right yeah how close are you guys to the appalachian trail uh the appalachian trail is actually just a little east of us it goes through more um we are far far southwest virginia we're like right on the border with kentucky tennessee west virginia yeah that little corner um so it it passes through a little east of us but it's only because it's probably too rugged where we are to yeah. actually have yeah. the Appalachian Trail to go through. <laughs> right. We have right. a lot of awesome hiking and, and overlooks and all that stuff, you know, right around where we live. Uh, the Brakes Interstate Park is in our hometown. So, cool. you know, it's it's massive tourist attraction for people all over, well, the world, actually, wow. to come in and, and see these overlooks and do these hikes and all this different stuff. A lot of huge stone uh just up upstanding stone and cliffs and and Ooh, these structures everywhere dude virginia's beautiful oh yeah for sure i've been through there a number of times i've i've driven all over yeah. the u.s and virginia's always a nice drive yeah but yeah I we love have the on ramps oh yeah park because yeah. it's nice and trees and wooded it's like you're getting on the freeway but it just looks so peaceful yep yeah it's definitely a beautiful part of the country it really is but yeah i mean t- to your point there we've had quite a few missing people around here and you know, it's one of those things, like, especially in small towns like we're in, you know, the police force isn't exactly uh, right. NYPD or anything. You don't have a whole lot <laughs> right. of resources. And sure. Yeah. You know, so it's it's one of those things that it's always, well, that was that was that was drugs. You know, somebody it was a bad drug deal gone wrong and that somebody got rid of somebody. And, you know, who yeah. knows? Maybe in some cases that's that's possible. Yeah. But. You know, and others, who knows? I mean, there's a lot of weird right here where we're at. That's why we have a podcast oh, about it. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, Ohio's got its, it's you know, for sure. Oh, Steve, yeah, for sure. Legend, Ohio mystery. is underrated. Uh, yeah. And I think Virginia, just anywhere in the Appalachia region, you know, we're the arc of the Appalachia. You know, mm-hmm. southern Ohio, like Athens, where Serpent Mound is yeah um, that's the band of where all the weird shit is you know you have the earth the ancient earthworks and you have the um you know athens is the most haunted city in the country essentially uh you know voted uh, top right. one or two yeah so um well, bigfoot stuff. sightings and stuff like that but you know the mountains are just so, and we're just at the foothills you know compared to you know where you guys are in virginia um yeah growing up hearing these stories you know you guys did an episode on the granny witch and some of the stuff i just haven't heard of it's not regional to us right um we have our own legends and weird things here so it's kind of cool just to turn tune into your guys' show to hear about because you always hear how old the appalachian mountains are and how much history and energy is in those mountains of just where do they rank in the age age system i think the the oldest mountains in the world 
they're the they're the top there's there's some of the oldest there's a couple yeah. mountain ranges uh, i think one in where around south america and there's there's one in africa for sure yeah yeah and i think one in south america i think appalachian mountains are like fourth oldest yeah okay so we're right so up there. It's been around for a we're minute. We're right up there. Yeah. We're top five for sure. But one of the coolest things that I've been looking into recently is how the Appalachian Mountains literally, if you, you know, you, you talk about Pangea, you know, you talk about a super continent and Pangea, boys, what's the root word yeah. there? Just so you Pan. know. Anyway, we, you talk about Pangea, this super continent and all these places together. Well, where does the majority of our folk come from our ancestors come from well they're scots irish yeah. well if you butt it up there's parts of the appalachian mountains that will literally and i'm talking like fossils and and, and just the greenery and the foliage and, and all this different stuff that it's identical to the scottish highlands so oh, it's wow. like yeah. it's like they broke apart and the, the people that were there it's in the, the scottish rock. highlands they're like well we're gonna go settle here in our mountains I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's the same thing. So yeah. I mean, it's, that's something I've really been looking into uh, recently right. too, with just how much belief, you know, as far as like the old first settlers here in the Appalachians, how they were Scots Irish and, and the traditions and the culture and the belief systems that they brought, you know, talking the Fae and, and all of these deities and entities and, right. and you know, they're, they're, well, they're granny witching. And the way they used all these different herb healing and, and all this different stuff, I just think it's really interesting that not only did the culture come over with the first settlers, but it's literally the same mountain range at one right. time. So, wow. That's, that's pretty so wild. wild. It's like they yeah, were speaking attracted. Of like Pangea, too, and the prefix pan there being in Pangea, Justin. I have pots and pans in my house, too. Is that you do? I've been digging in. Great trickster as well. I've been digging into that, Lance. I'm sure that, that's probably a connection that somewhere. Somewhere. Just, Everything that has the word pan in it now. I would say. It's the great tricks that we're doing. That okay, but no, 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 no. Here's the thing. With Pangea, it is legit because what does pan mean in Greek? It means all. Oh, okay? right. So if you take an entire landmass and you put it all together. It means all the landmass is Pangea. It doesn't mean an allusion to the great trickster. Let's not it just make, means all, let's bro. Not pull, let's not pull that one out of the backside person early on here. I'm gonna pull something pan right here just a minute. You've you've angered Lance. <laughs> Lance is mad. Lance is mad. But no, Lance, I think that's it's really okay, buddy. Lance hates it when I start trying to make connections. Well, the first thing I thought of, silently, our buddy DJ, but in my head, I was saying, <laughs> "Oh, Kung Fu Panda." Yeah, you know, I was yeah, gonna be like, go. "Yeah, there's another one." Oh my god, that's like, amazing! Why do you keep doing this shit? So, fellas, oh, not man. to derail everything here, but how we do this. Oh, sorry if you <laughs> don't like cursing. Oh, so no, you're, Justin, good. you're good. Justin's the guy that pretty much believes everything. Uh, Ryan's okay. pretty much the guy that doesn't believe anything. <laughs> okay. And I kind of fall in the middle. Although, okay. the bridge. But although have we have you set up good blocks here. Yeah, it is. It's morph. It's morphing. <laughs> yeah, it's morphing into where Ryan is becoming more of a believer of things. I don't know uh, if I'm joining the most boring cult in the world, or if things are just <laughs> actually like happening that I'm starting to see. So I don't know. 
But Ryan, let me ask you a question. So you guys looked into the Nephilim and the Giants and all that stuff. We're we're we've done a three and a half, almost four hour podcast on the Giants <laughs> and the history of now you being kind of a skeptical, is that something that you've been able to kind of get behind a little bit considering the amount of newspaper articles and how much it was written about? And I know I don't know how much you've looked into that, but that's like fit some physical evidence of their bones being found. I can understand the ghosts and some of the more paranormal stuff, but what were you guys' thoughts on that when you looked into it, Ryan? Well, I would think, I mean, you can call it one of the theories for sure. Like, because there's, you know, there's proof behind it. So that takes it to a theory rather than just a hypothesis, right? So, right. I would say, yeah, one of the theories. What do you think about what do you think about giants in general, though? Well, they were a lot better with Eli, but (laughs) um, (laughs) I never did fall for the Daniel Jones trap. (laughs) (laughs) Never got on the Daniel Jones train. Hey, cheers to that, brother! Oh my God, cheers to that. Oh, oh my great. goodness! Not a, not oh, a Giants God. and Nephilim fan, Ryan. Oh yeah, absolutely. I like I like tying all those bloodlines in and seeing where mm-hmm. it came. Uh, maybe I'm one of them. There you go. Nobody sent me any cards to anything, but <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> yes. Oh man, that's great. Oh yeah. I love it. Dude. I mean, it's tough. Yeah. It, it's tough to kind of like, especially all the stuff we're kind of just still like grabbing at straws to really put it all together because it is not really well founded. It's you know, obviously there's all these shows that we're trying to do to still figure out what's happening, right? So, but that's what I say harkens back to what you're saying, Justin, is the whole community of the podcast world in general. We're all in the same boat. We're just like nobody's really got the answers. So I guess we're going to have to do it in lieu of someone actually doing it for us. Yeah, right? for sure. I mean, and that's what I love about this yep. realm that, that we're operating in is nobody can be proven completely 100% right or right. nobody can be proven completely 100% wrong. Right. That's why, that's gray why area. it's so awesome to be able to sit down and postulate all these theories and talk about different scenarios and, and, you know, how this could be and, and what this could be, you know, that's what I love about it is I might believe something this week and by next week, that'd be totally gone. Like, how did I ever believe that? That's ridiculous. You know? So, I mean, even though that I am a believer in most things as that was put out there, um, still, I'm not going to die on any hill, you know, for sure. Like, you know, my mind's going to change. Yeah, I mean, I'm the, the only heel that I'm ever going to die on is my faith in Jesus Christ. Other than that, everything else is totally up for grabs. Right. As long as you get you get new information. I mean, there's stuff in my 20s that I'd look back as like, man, you were way too deep into some weird form at that time where, you know, there's now I, I just have more information. I don't buy, you know, into a lot of things that, I, you know, I was into back then in my 20s. I would say uh, now we discount just, things more than we take them at face I'm value. A little right? bit more like, of a skeptic and here's something grounded yeah. because of a lot. I was just way too right, just vibrating on some like this level of like trying to discover all I was trying to discover about myself. Right. And 
you know, getting to the point where, you know, strange road and all that happened is, you know, when you're on that kind of level, sometimes you got to come back down to earth and get grounded. Now I sit back and look at, I was like, man, is any of that, did any of that really happen? Or was it as strange as what I'm, uh, you know, remembering it's all kind of coming back now again is, you know, coming in contact with, uh, the same people that are on, on the same trajectory. Right. And yeah, uh, it kind of stirs up old memories and feelings. So I'm tapping into that kind of frame of mind and energy again here recently. Sure. Um, But, you know, going back to your uh, childhood memories and some of the things you were experiencing. And then as you get older, did you did those continue uh, to happen in different instances? Because, Uh, yeah, you've had more experiences. So maybe you believe in everything because. You know, if you had more experiences, then. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'd raise my hand a lot quicker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, the actually the instance that Lance was referring to before I got into the whole, you know, stuff as a kid. Um, it was actually when my son was. And I've told this on a few different shows here and there. So I'm sure, you know, some of the folks out there have probably heard this story. And, you know, I hope I don't bore them with it. But uh, this is a conversation with us. So <laughs> when. My son was born. I was still in high school. I was 17 years old. Um, you know, thankfully, God blessed me to be able to create a family out of that. Even as young as we were, I'm married to the same woman today. And you know, we have a great relationship awesome. for the most part when I shut That's up cool. and, and don't and don't make her mad and don't bother her or anything. <laughs> That's yep. so, what we do, dog. Yep. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> but no, when he was uh he was a baby, we would, you know, uh, I was still in school, I was playing ball. And, you know, thankfully, my parents and her parents both, you know, collectively came together and said, No, nah, you don't you don't need to quit school and get a job and all this stuff right now. You got the rest of your life to be to do all those things, finish school you know, have your high school life, you know, do what you do and and we'll help out in whatever way that we can. So, I mean, I still, you know, I was, I was working and, and, you know, practicing playing ball and going to school and doing all the stuff, just staying worn out all the time. And that's the reason that Lance thought I was just crazy. That was just way too tired. (laughs) Right. But when my son was born, we would split time about, you know, at my parents and at her parents. That way, you know, we're not hurting any feelings. You know, nobody's feeling like, you know, they're being left out or whatever. Right. So right before he was born, and, and this is something that, you know, you, you hear in a whole lot of paranormal cases. We had started, me and my dad had started building on to the, the little trailer that we lived oh, in. We built on three extra rooms to, oh, to make it more like a double wide. There you go. Right, right. <clears throat> so the the room that I shared with Monica and Connor, my son, um, it was one of these added on rooms. It was an addition. And it had three doors to it, just the way it, it had the back door, the exit to the whole house was there a door to the hallway and a door to the computer room right you know like behind my head where i would sleep well even though me and my wife or not wife at the time girlfriend at the time uh, you know even though we had a kid my parents were still you know this is this is the middle of appalachia what are people yep. going to think if you're sleeping together in the same bed at 17 sure. years old yep. so i would sleep on a mattress in the floor and monica my girlfriend, the wife now, and Connor would sleep in the bed 
some nights and then other nights he would sleep in his crib. He had colic. It was, it was a whole mess, but anyway, you know, it, the whole thing started out there. It started out pretty small. Uh, the computer, the computer room turning on and off, you know, just little electrical things, but it was one of those things like in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, me and my dad built this. We, we done, even though he is an electrician. Yeah. I mean, he's trying to get this done. We might've done some stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, the TV would start changing channels and not like, you know, we had this, you know, the cable and the streaming services, the satellite and all this stuff. Now it, it would start changing like input channels, you know, like static, uh, static, static, source. static, static. Sources. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it would, it would just change through that. I would be making bottles at night and hear heels clicking on the hardwood floor. Um, nope. You know, a lot of, a lot of different things <laughs> that was just small and just gradually build up and build up and build up. Uh, I had a diaper genie, you know, those big diaper genies that you throw the dirty diapers in and they're supposed to make things, you know, not smell as bad. It's a lie. Don't go, don't go for that. Um, but I had one of those, it was like halfway full and those freaking things are heavy, man. They're oh, heavy. Yeah. Well, I had my door to the hallway propped open because there was no ductwork into the addition. We just used the heat and the air from the earlier home just to go into there. So I had the door propped open. Well, one night I get I get woke up to hearing that thing scooting across the hardwood floor. Well, I wake up and you know it's moved a few inches. I'm thinking somebody probably went to the bathroom, whatever, hit it, hit the door. It's it's scooted around. I'll put it back in place. I lay back down. I start to doze back off. I hear it again, but when I open my eyes, this thing is coming at me, like at my face across the floor, Damn. scooting with with some. I mean, it's got some momentum going. So you know that night freaked me out pretty good. Um, you know, Connor, he would he would just like be staring off into space, and, and sometimes he would be laughing like somebody was you know making faces at him or something. It would just be into the ether, and then other times he would just scream. I'm talking. Oh, inconsolable boy. screaming and shaking Ooh. and and just Dude, all right. these different things in the middle of the night he would just wake up screaming um i woke up one morning with a handprint across my chest that was mm. bigger than mine and the arm actually went over my right shoulder and i mean i you know i can't make my arm go there uh just a lot of things that were steadily gradually building up that you know, I was taken to Lance and some of our other buddies and stuff at school and like, guys, look, I'm telling y'all, this stuff is, is something's going on. Something freaky is going down. And I would just keep hearing, you know, uh, you're just you ain't getting enough sleep, you know. I he was sleep deprived for eating 17 years old and having a son. And just, yeah, you know, just we sure. just thought he was just, and totally. he's always been a little bit on edge. He's all been a little you're weird. Yeah. That. He's always just, it's always kind of been weird. Like he's, he was our weird friend. That's okay. We loved him anyways. We just Grace thought that weird. it was just, he was just going through what, you know, I sure. remember remember knowing other people who had babies who were sleep deprived and were just, just their, they weren't themselves because of right. first child. Right. And here right. he is at 17, <laughs> even more, you know, right. Not nobody's ever ready to have a kid, but at 17, no. we're thinking even, even less ready, you know? So he's just dealing with all these new things and he's just, kind of having a mental break, you know, not like it's not like we're worried about him psychologically or anything. He's just, he's just seeing stuff because he's not sleeping enough. Sure. It's kind of what we thought. And he just would come with more and more of these stories. And like, we got to where like, we would listen to him and he would come in and he would be so, 
passionate about it. And we didn't want to like just make fun of him to his face or just completely discredit him because we knew he was going through a ton of stuff. So yeah. we would listen and kind of take it all in and then try to be like, oh, maybe, maybe you're not getting, you know, maybe it was this or maybe it was that. Um, and just essentially explaining it all the way to him, just not getting enough sleep, which I yep. think at 17 years old, right, that it's was logical. our, that, yeah, say, that's, makes, that's, that's the things we came thought. up with. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there was, as he will continue to tell you, there's a whole lot more to it than just that. I mean, I was about to say you would you would know. I, I guess I would make it abundantly clear. Like I would, if I was that stressed out, like, and and I was telling it to Mike, and he was like, I don't think you really saw that. I think I would get that point across because I'd be like, buddy, I know what, you know what I mean. Like I know what it's like to be tired and think that I'm seeing something or whatever, but. If I saw a, a baby diaper genie coming at me across the floor, like that would leave a mark. Like, and he's right; those things are heavy. I, you know, I yeah. have two kids myself, and we had diaper genies. And when you empty that some bitch, it is heavy, <laughs> dude. And I mean, you know, I'm not a small guy, and you're trying to rip that thing out of there. You're like Jesus, right? You know, and it's an awkward dead weight kind of heavy too. When you, it's not something that you're just gonna gingerly push across a floor right especially if that thing's even halfway full so this is the start of it did it escalate further uh yeah it came it all came to a a terrible terrifying crescendo my um, goodness I, this I'm, all I'm, I'm in yeah it, it all kept escalating uh might have to change know. the name of the episode <laughs> paranormal <laughs> stories with ai hey, we'll work on it yeah, hey, I look, continue. we'll get there. We've told these petroglyphs and treasure stories enough. We can really shorten it down. Yeah. <laughs> maybe to maybe like three hours. <laughs> hey, dude, we got whiskey. We got, you know, we're we're solid. I'd say I got plenty of time. <laughs> but no, man, this stuff, it just, it, it kept, you know, like these little things that would keep happening. And, you know, I always felt, you know, I felt then and even now I felt like it all centered around Connor. I felt yep. like, you know, when when he wasn't Baby around, energy. yeah, that's what it was. Well, I mean, look at it. You look at all these paranormal cases and poltergeist, and this is just me looking from the outside in. You have a home remodeled. You have a that's teenager. A you have a teenager. Well, two teenagers, actually, who just had yeah. a kid, and hormones are going all over the place, and puberty is not being too far off, you know, right. from the age range that we're at. And then you have a baby into the house and there's a whole lot of different things going on. And, you know, they talk about like negative energy and all this different. Well, obviously I'm 17 and I have a kid and I'm trying to figure out how to be a dad and a student and an employee and all this different stuff. So, I mean, there were days, you know, Lance was talking about psychological breaks. I mean, there were days I was like, maybe I am really losing my mind. Maybe this is what wow. this is. Damn. But this last little bit you know and i'm leaving a whole lot out here but just to to make it as brief as possible and, sure. and still get the full effect um you know where we lived we lived up at the top of a holler um and uh, there was only a couple houses farther up from us on up the holler and we would ride atvs you know four-wheelers we would ride them all the time uh we could actually leave my driveway and drive on about three quarters of a mile worth uh, of hardtop and be on dirt roads and you could ride dirt roads for you know 
four-wheeler trails and dirt roads for days and have to cross paved road a couple of times. I mean, it was just, you could ride forever. So one night, it was a weekend night, my parents and a few of their friends hopped on a four-wheeler, a bunch of four-wheelers and just took off. They were going riding. So me and Monica and Connor were at home together alone. So I was like, man, you know, I had all these plans. I was like, we don't ever get any alone time now. You know, the, mm -hmm. the grandparents are constantly coming in and trying to help even when we don't really want them to. You know, we we don't <laughs> ever get it. We have a baby with colic that's constantly you know, crying every 10 seconds. I mean, we're tending to all the time. Let's put Connor down to bed and have some mommy and daddy time. Yep. So that was that was my plan. So. We got Connor to sleep really early. It wasn't the Benadryl jam. He was too young for that still. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we got him to bed, put him in his crib. And the way that the house was set up, the addition, the living room, if you were sitting on the couch, I could look directly into the or through the computer room into my bedroom. But his crib was off in the corner, just out of sight. So... I had a baby monitor beside him and it was beside of my head and I turned on a movie. I don't remember what the movie was, but we, I decided we were going to watch a movie. That's how I always started, you know, making my moves, you know, we're just going to watch a movie. And then, you know, just a little ways into it, I start putting on the moves, you know, just the old boy was Netflix and chilling well before Netflix. Well, and chill. before Netflix and chill was a thing. Son. Oh shit! I was putting on that old ginger Kaiser charm, baby, way before that. So we turn on a movie. I'm set. We're sitting there. We're watching this movie, and all of a sudden, I hear, I hear like this mumbling, like this really low mumbling on the baby monitor. So I'm like, what, is, what in the world is that? So I'm listening really closely, and it doesn't stop. So I get up. I walk into, you know, I pause the movie. I walk into the bedroom. I look at Connor. Everything's cool. Everything's totally fine. He's asleep. The monitor's away from him. There's no blankets or sheet. You know, there's nothing in the crib with him that could be rubbing up against it. So I'm thinking, well, there's a couple strip jobs around. You know, maybe this is CB chatter that somehow the frequencies are interacting and messing up. You know, right, maybe right. something's going on there. So I just, I don't think anything of it. A few minutes go by. I start the movie back up. I hear it again. Well, I'm still thinking, well, this is probably some kind of chatter, but I get up. I go check on Connor again. Everything's totally cool. This goes on like two or three times over the course of probably the next 30, 45 minutes. And every time I get up, I go check, everything's cool. Well, I sit down and I, and I told Monica, I was like, if this happens again, because all this weird stuff has already been going. So as logical as I'm trying to be in my own brain, I'm freaking out already. Like I'm right. I already know all, all this stuff has been going on. I'm here by myself. I'm supposed to be the, the man here and be able to fend off whatever's going on. So I'm freaking out, but I'm trying to be tough. So <laughs> I tell Monica, I'm like, look, if this does this again, you know, and I'm, I'm acting, I'm, I'm bad. I tell Monica, I'm like, if this does this again, leave the movie going, don't pause anything, act like nothing's changed. You know, we don't want to, uh, don't break, not have a break in the action at all. 
So the mumbling starts again, it starts again, it starts, you know, it's going, it's going, it's going. I'm leaving the movie going. I've got the monitor right up to my ear trying to, to listen to what is possibly being said. And then all of a sudden, and I don't know exactly the word that was said. I don't know. I can't tell you any specifics about what exactly was said. All I know is the best recreation that I can do is it was just this, this like that's the kind of mumbling that I was mm. hearing. And, and it, it, Ooh. it raised and raised and raised. And it, all of a sudden it went now. Whoa. And when that happened, damn, I just got chills. Ooh. Oh, I got chills again just recalling it. Damn. What but when that happened, I jumped up. I jumped up off the couch because I knew at this point, okay, this is something like something legit's going on. I jump up off the couch. I get to the door, the door frame, the threshold into my room. And I look over to my left where Connor was in the crib and standing over, just crouched, just bent over the crib looking down at my baby at my son was this black mass you know it, you hear people talk about shadow people and how they're darker than the dark and right it's almost like they absorb the light around with well, this that's what mm -hmm. this thing was yeah i didn't see any features at all it was just this this humanoid looking mass damn but even though i didn't see any features something in my brain told me that it turned its head and looked at me and was smiling. I don't wow. know how, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I can tell you that. I just know that. Yeah. Wow. And wow. like in a menacing way, like, look at me, you can't do anything about it. You know, it's almost like a power play kind yeah. of a smile. That's weird. Yeah. Well then dude, I mean, oh. it was just, it was, <sighs> In the most primal it, instincts of being a father kicked in and I wrapped him up, right? Grabbed him. Grabbed I don't, him I don't even know. Like when that happened, when I saw that, it was just like instinct totally kicked in. And I honestly right. can't give you any details of what transpired after that until I was at the bottom of the holler in the car, in the driver's seat. Connor was in his, his baby seat. Monica was in the passenger seat and we were getting the hell out of Dodge. Wow. Dang, full on. So you guys, you guys moved right then and there, or you came back oh, like, yeah, during I, the day and got your stuff? No, I didn't you, go back for two or three weeks. Whoa, dude. Well, no, so, no, 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 no. That's that's not true. That's not true. My sister, who uh, who is three years younger than me, so she would have wow. been about fourteen at the time. She called me one day. It was uh, a, let's see, I think it was a snow day from school. We were off from school when we actually when kids actually had snow days and didn't have to spend all day right, virtually right. on the computer doing school right, right um she called me crying one day i couldn't even understand what she was saying and all i could get out of it was you know you need to get up here so mm. I, I jump in i jump in my old danger ranger and i book it i book it up the creek you know up the holler as fast as i can go get to dad's and she's standing at the end of the driveway crying <clears throat> I'm thinking like something is legit wrong. Somebody's broken in, like somebody's, you know, tried to hurt her. Like something major has happened here. Wow. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to get from her what she's saying. All I could get was the places of the mess. Wow. So I go in, I start looking around and dude, like 
the recliner was up on its side. The couch was tilted up. The coffee table was flipped over. So I'm getting the story from her. And she says that she was in the shower. And she heard all this commotion going on. Well, she steps out of the shower and she starts screaming, you know, whoever's here, I've got a phone in here. I'm going to call the cops. You know, she's, she's saying all this different stuff. So she gives me the story that she just being a little bit crazy herself. She just throws a towel on, rolls up out of the bathroom, goes in to see what's going on. And there's, there's nobody, nothing, no vehicles, no, no people, no sign of, of any forced entry, nothing. No. Now, could possibly somebody have broken it? I mean, maybe. I didn't and see any evidence. It was just creeping around or something. Or, that's an yeah. elaborate. That's an elaborate I mean, ruse, though, to go in and be like, "We know you're in the shower." Lance, this is, is that what you're probably in. you guys were telling him? Hey, man, it was probably like some weirdo, creepy guy. But who who no, planned at this that? point? No, at this point, I had been up with Justin at the house. Oh, um, and oh. we were there with Connor and being a good buddy that I was, I think Monica was gone for the evening. I had to do something maybe. And I was up just to help, right? I don't know what in the world I was going to do. I'd never been around a baby my entire life. And I was there to <laughs> help support, do whatever, baby. Moral support. whatever I could help with. Um, and we were sitting there. You give me I, a drink of this beer while I'm feeding the baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I uh, remember seeing in the, they had in their living room at the, at the, at Justin's dad's house. Um, they had pictures um of of course the kids and they're little um and justin's mom was like really religious so they had like pictures of angels um and just a lot of religious type pictures and stuff there around the house and had just a lot of religious type pictures um paintings and pictures and a lot of the pictures had were like on on mirrors i don't know if that, if that makes any sense or not so you'd have a picture frame and there'd be a picture like whatever like an angel but there was also you could see your reflection in it as well does that, that make sense yeah 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 um, yeah Absolutely. And they had a lot of those, of course, had pictures of the kids and stuff there, too, of Justin and him growing up. And I remember distinctly seeing a shadow move through those pictures um, while we were there. What? And that it happened once, and I, I, I kind of thought, well, it was just, you know, we were moving around, whatever. It could have been, literally could have been anything. Um, but then it, it happened a, a couple of different times while we were sitting there in the living room. And I can remember like looking at Justin and telling him like, you know, like, Hey, I'm pretty sure I'm seeing stuff move in these pictures around the living room. And he kind of just looked kind of, kind of gave me a side. eye, kind of just looked at me and I was like, I don't, I don't think that I'm imagining it. It's happened on multiple <laughs> occasions now over the last half an hour. Damn, dude. Um, and that was when the point where I was, we kind of had, had you know, once it quit, like nothing, ever came of it like it was never anything that like was overwhelmingly frightening but it was definitely an experience that yeah, i'd right. never had before and haven't yeah. had since but had there with him in the house i remember talking about it later a week or yeah. so later and like being able to be at school or ever at practice and kind of actually having a conversation about it i was like right. buddy i'm pretty sure there was something moving around them freaking mirrors in your house like i'm almost positive that's and he was creepy. Like, uh, yeah, that kind of happens. That's probably what that was. So at that mm-hmm. point, I was a little more, you know, not as skeptical and a little more like, hey, you need to get the F out of that house for real. Like right, now yeah. and don't go back. Yeah. 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 And it seems like to me, like almost the land 
could be <clears throat> who knows or the house an itself or to the land yeah you know it, and again the the addition that's a big thing i mean you hear that over and over again start stirring up things. you stir up so much stuff mm-hmm. when you're building yeah. whatever's there it does likes that because it freshens up the energy and if it's yeah. a dark force or whatever that is and you start changing that pattern of you know whatever it's been hanging out in mm-hmm. it's and it just lashes out yeah. i mean it does sound like poltergeist stuff i've got an aunt and uncle that has a very similar energy occurrence. related yeah know? oh one God. of my aunts and uncles have had Bro. almost verbatim what you're talking about but i think it was a babysitter you know heard my cousin now you know crying over the monitor and she went upstairs and it was like a full-on apparition over the crib and she wow. was like nope and i mean they moved out he was my Didn't aunt and uncle at the time little you know how those old houses have those old doors little doors yeah little mm-hmm. doors to the crawl space in the attic and like stuff. crawl spaces yep. mm-hmm. and they were yep. trying to find they had a bird a uh, little parakeet and they were yeah, he they came home and that parakeet was gone out of its cage then they went and looked like where the hell is this bird and they could hear that softly and they opened up that little door. It was back in there. And it was back there in this little, like, weird dwarf, creepy, <laughs> There's so much dark shit that happened there. thing that had this bird. And wasn't he just, like, smiling or something? Like, like this. Holy crap. Yeah, they moved out of that house Whoa. rather quickly. Rather oh, quickly. Like, but this thing was just in the corner, and, you know, with this bird. That's the story that I remember coming out of that yeah. house. And we had a friend that gotten a lot of trouble when he was a teenager got emancipated from his family when oh he was yeah a teenager yeah that yeah. actually ended up moving into that house and then when we were teenagers yeah. we used to go over there and like hang out and stuff and and he would tell us stories about that house too yeah like i remember then there was weird stuff i remember there. my other uncle saying about the uncle whose house was haunted uh they had gone to seeing uh the exorcist in the theaters and my uncle's who whose house was haunted was the one that would like couldn't stay through the film like do it left and he's the one that ended up with you know like it happening on his premise so it's just like demon dwarf yeah and you know into the shadow people stuff you know it sometimes it's so easy to discount it like man i was just tired i was falling asleep and something out of the corner of my eye it's literally the flicker of the it it reminds me of charles dickens scrooge when he's like trying to rationalize away all of it like you know i ate something and i have indigestion and i hallucinated this but then when you fall on see something <clears throat> because i have my personal experience well, with it. lance kind of has his experience to somebody to crop that's the only thing i don't have is i don't have anybody that could corroborate my particular situation i've talked about a couple times yeah but me personally i can run it against every diagnostic that i have I and that it's more the one litmus test was thinking it was uh sleep paralysis which i've had a couple of times um and one probably recently um but if it was sleep paralysis i wouldn't have ended up outside of my house in like my boxers at two in the morning or whatever time it was because when it happened i like i hit the ground running like i ran out of my house my wife wasn't home i didn't have a dog at the time like and i remember standing outside and looking at my house like the hell just happened then and like thinking i have to go back in there like that's the only (laughs) place I can't so where where else am I gonna go? Like I'm not gonna go sleep right. down at the park with you know like a sleeping. Wait bag. a minute, I'll, I'll live in there. Dude, yeah, dude, in like Afghan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean the house we were in was you know late 1800s, early 1900s. It's an old old house in Columbus. Yeah. So like, wow. yeah, you start putting two and two together. Like, 
Yeah, there's some kind of energy or or power that stays there or has the whole un, unfinished business or maybe shadow people in general are just kind of a subset of cryptid paranormal that you know they're always there and yeah some people I mean, see them some people don't who knows it's totally there's, possible there's a little more to this story too that <clears throat> we oh. justin and i have kind of talked about that we haven't really gets put out there publicly um but i think this is i feel like it's a good time to do this just all right so there's a, another friend of ours um and we i, I don't want to put his name out there um but after some of this stuff had happened, um, I was, I think I was, was I gone to college at this point, yeah. Justin? Yeah, you were going off to college. I was, I had moved and that's in the summer passed or whatever, and we graduated and I was on to college and they were up somewhere having a bonfire or a party or whatever. Um, and in the in same location, right? Same area. Um, and there's a bunch of them there. And Justin was kind of recounting some of these stories telling the stuff that happened um and nothing happened that night right justin like there was no nothing nothing major it was just the same kind of mirror stuff like you were talking about we actually made it into the living room ah. because the way this all went on like i was recounting the stories and there were a couple of dudes that were like nah you're full of crap mm. so i had a few in me and i was bold as it as could be and i said all right come on in i'll show you so we leave this flat up at my oh, dad's damn. house. We leave this bonfire. We go into the house and I set them all down in the living room and I start taunting this thing, dude. Like, oh, Zach, damn. Zach, Zach Bagan's calling it out, like getting ready to take my shirt off and start beating my chest. Okay. Damn. And, <laughs> and the mirrors, you can start seeing because the way Lance was talking about these pictures and the frames and the mirrors and stuff, great. they were all over the house. Right. And they were like, around the living room and into the dining room and back around you started seeing a shadow in each of these frames just woof, 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 going by like in I'm a circle like it was circling. i'm gone i might be gone already i might yeah. be gone already i don't know where you live or how far it is from society but i might be like that guy <laughs> making the cutout in the door like i don't know man sorry yeah anyway yeah, back to you already. you can fit this is, this is your story here so that all takes place um and then justin doesn't have any more instances of this shadow person at all and to this day justin wow. have you there's been a few other kind of crazy things that have taken place you know a few little things but nothing that you would account to this shadow person correct no nothing's happened with this entity whoever whatever it was it's been nothing more except some terrible ptsd and nightmares for a few years but sure right me and my me and my therapist have worked through that wow. so a few <laughs> few weeks or months passed. Not really <laughs> i knew this kid and that's why i pushed on a few weeks or months passed uh and this gentleman uh sends justin a text um and essentially kind of asking some questions about some of the instances and experiences that he had because he's feeling like he is starting to have some of these same shadow person entities messing with him and, and bothering him. Hmm. Okay. It's, it's a little crazier. All right. I'm, I'm nowhere in the vicinity of that evening. I'm actually several hours away at school. Okay. 
couple of years later, I have moved back home uh, to start work. Um, I teach um, high school chemistry. Uh, that's what I do for a living. Um, and I, but I move in with a couple of my friends who are still in college. Um, and we, it's a traditional bachelor pad. We're all there splitting rent. You know, they're still in school. I'm making pennies on a dollar, essentially. So we're just, we're, it's, it's a true bachelor's pad. Well, I'm one of the guys I'm living with um, is the same individual that has sent Justin the text and has been dealing with these shadow person entities or whatever that he's thinking has attached to him after that night up there, they've had this party. Now I live with this guy for several years before um, I eventually meet my loving wife when we get married and move out. But he went through, and he would be okay with me telling this. He went through some really dark times. Mm-hmm. Um, went through some mental issues. Um, there, were, I, there were several nights where I was up all night with him just, just trying to talk. And because he was just really going through some some pretty heavy stuff. Um, now, I didn't know this at the time. I did not know that he had been dealing with the shadow person that he thought attached to himself. I didn't know. That. I had no concept, no, no concept of that. But I did know that he was just he was he just was just one of those guys that just dealt. He just just dealt with some things. Okay? And there was a, some weird things that happened in our apartment. Um, nothing that I would that I would say was like what Justin went through with the shadow person, but there was always just I don't know. Our apartment kind of had a strange feel, mm-hmm. um, and to the point like the first time my soon to be wife like we first met, she came to the apartment to wait on me to get ready so we could go out to eat, um, and she kind of came in. It was a basement apartment. It was we called it the dungeon. It was kind of a dungeony feel, um, but I had a, a a puppy that I had gotten that was there with me. And she tells me on numerous occasions, like, had that puppy not been in that house, I was leaving. Like, it just didn't feel, it's just a weird feeling in that house. Just, I was, not that it was you, it's just that when I walked into the apartment, I just had a weird feel. But for some reason, that little puppy came up and, and kind of jumped up on me and was you know, happy to see me. And it kind of just allowed me to focus my energy on the dog and not on what was going on around me. Hmm. So all of these things, I, again, I didn't know. So, so now we get back to this podcast. Justin and I start rehashing and reliving some of these memories together that we had 15, 20 years ago and kind of laughing about him and talking about him. And then he follows up with, well, this guy told me, you know, he thinks this thing attached to him. And then it's like, boom, all this stuff just slams into my brain. Like, holy crap. There's a couple of years there where he was dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. And I was writing, but I was the same attached. I was, what I would say auxiliary to that to Justin 20 years ago right. was in the same situation 15 years later, dealing with the same shadow entity and kind of seeing a different side of what was going on. Um, and to so this you day, think it, it jumped from him to your other, from Justin to your other buddy in that yes. moment when you just screamed it away, essentially. Yep. Hmm. Dude, that's, what we think. that's wild. I mean, maybe you scared it enough that it was like, all right, I'm done screwing with this but guy. But the other minute. guy like, opened up a portal into but, him. Well, he made that or just being around it or being, was, you know, I don't think the shadow people are like you. They just, again, from my personal experience, it wasn't like I've had them in my entire life. It was just, it seemed like a location. Yeah. And it was like, all right, well, well that, that's glad to be out of there. Too, you know, 
I, I don't think, know, but I mean, you know, I don't know, I don't know, you know, y'all's belief on, you know, as far as, you know, biblical things or whatever, but I personally, I believe that this thing, whatever it was, I believe that it was demonic. Now yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say that I believe all these shadow people that people see are, you know, demons or are demonic, but this in particular, this entity, whatever sense. it was, Whenever I encountered it, and and then looking back at, at all the times that I felt like it was around, it was just this sense of nothing but just the most intense fear and dread, and okay. you know, like yeah. I was ready to crawl out of my own skin and dig a hole and just hide away. Yeah, it was right. just that sense, yeah. and. This guy in particular, number, <laughs> I have two different theories as to why it attached itself to him. <clears throat> Number one, this guy was a really good buddy in, in mine and Lance's friend circle, but he was also my cousin. Mm. So it's the same blood. That's well, one yeah, of my theories. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And if we're talking the same general area, he only lived like two miles down the road. Mm-hmm. But theory, my, 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 biggest theory as to why i believe this thing attached to him is because he was the biggest skeptic of the bunch and when mm -hmm. i went a little oh. crazy with all of my uh you know all of my ranting and raving and and you know you're gonna come out right now you da -da 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 -da. you're gonna show these guys what you've been showing me are you too big of a you know some slang words for female anatomy there uh are you too big of one to come out and and show <laughs> these guys just because there's more than a, a a woman and a baby around here like i was just giving it everything i could give it and yeah. the whole time this guy's just sitting there laughing you know he's just he's getting a kick out of crazy justin up here just walking around the house right screaming he believe it at all he yeah he's, he's screaming at the ether no and then all these things you know are happening with the mirrors and he's shaking it off he's like i don't see nothing i ain't seeing nothing the temperature dropped in the place it felt like and he was totally cool nothing he didn't feel anything at all and was no. laughing still as he walked out the door now there was a couple other dudes there that was like we're leaving Freaked we're out. gone Freaked we're, we're gone and he was still laughing wow and went and got got in his jeep as he left still laughing and then just yep. a couple weeks later man it started out with a text that said my cat won't come into my bedroom anymore it just stands at the threshold and arches its back. It tackles raised and it's just hissing. That's how it well, starts. Animals, animals are in oh, tune. Oh, 100%. Yeah, animals are in tune. Yep. Uh, our yep. friend's uh, mother who lived in a very old house and had a couple rescue dogs that were, you know, like her babies, like they wouldn't leave her side. They would, you know, sit and stare in corners of the house in different rooms and just bark or, you know, certain things would go moving off the shelves and end up on the desk that, they're not falling there. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you can't fall to the position it got to type stuff. And animals, even with, you know, the earthquake in um, oh, Turkey recently, right? Like oh, yeah. crows were acting funny. Like, yeah, like they, you know, they pick up on different things than we do. And maybe there are people that are more in tune with it or sense it more. And I feel bad for your uh, family or your cousin that, yeah, you know, like, I've just learned like I had to be that person that didn't believe in it as well. Or like, I kind of wanted to see a ghost 
and then after like Careful having it, what you wish for yeah you're just like i'm good i i'm good i'll I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll take it from a secondhand account like i don't need to be the person like i'll i'll, I'll take not with that i'm good on that now when yeah. i want to see a bigfoot yes oh well, yeah well, sign me sure, up but maybe freaked out absolutely yeah I don't, but i'm not yeah. trying to see creepy dwarf guy <laughs> hovered in the corner of a strange little door with a parakeet well that brings you know? up another that that brings up another thing and i don't think we've ever talked about this publicly either but since we're just letting it all fly out there okay you've Let heard that you've heard that story and you've heard the sequel well let's go to the prequel my mom from the time that I've been, well, as far back as I can remember, she legitimately had some mental health issues. Okay. okay like yep. in our area, especially then we're talking nineties, early two thousands, right. Mental health was not a real thing. Like you just no. you buck up and you get rid of that and you go on about your business. That's not, that's not even real. Like, you just live your life. You're just being a baby. You're being right. dramatic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Luckily, we've taken a couple steps since then. Still not on par with the rest of the, the country. But anyway, so my mom was always just kind of, you know, she was the she was stereotyped and classified. Well, that's that's the family crazy. You can't really believe anything that she's saying. Well, I heard yeah. that so much, even from my own dad. You know, I heard that so much that I didn't pay any attention to anything she said either. And, you know, today, I mean, we don't have a relationship due to other things. But when I was growing up, we were super close. Like, she would talk to me about stuff that, you know, not a normal mother-son. You, you don't really have discussions and conversations about all of this stuff. Right. So when all this stuff first started going on with me and I started experiencing some of these things outwardly, she wouldn't show that she really believed what I was saying, but privately she would come to me and say, look, I know you're telling the truth because yeah. well, she told me that <laughs> she, when she would be, she didn't work. She only worked a couple months out of the year. She was a tax, whatever worked at H and R block. So she only worked, uh, a couple of months out of the year during tax season. And then, you know, she was a stay at home mom after that or in the meantime. So she said, she would tell me that. And this is before now, mind you, this is before I see any kind of shadow figure at all. She told me that she would sit and this before we built on. So it was just a single wide trailer that she would sit on the edge of the couch watching TV or, you know, whatever. And you could see all the way down the hallway from where the couch was in this single wide trailer. There was one long hallway and every room was just off of that hallway, all the way to the main back master bathroom in her bedroom. So if all the doors were open, she said that she would look down that way and she would see, and she called it, she would see this before shadow people were really a thing. She said she would see this shadow man peek his head out of her bathroom door and go back in. And then he would come up to her bedroom, peek his head out, and then start all the way back. He would go through every single room just peeking his head out until he would finally get beside her on the couch. And then he would 
or he would go back and start it all back over again. Whoa. There's like patterns so, to it. Yeah. It's almost like you hear that and it sounds like an echo, but yeah, right. It's, but then she would also told me this is the scariest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I've never shared this. I don't know if I've ever shared this publicly. She told me, and this was in the middle of, uh, she was actually in an institution at this point and had just gotten out. So it, it, it brings about the question of how much did mental health play into some of the things that were going on right? or were the things going on playing into her mental health problems? Sure. Right. You know, what's it, tipping it, what's on the scale? People don't realize yeah, the power of the mind. I mean, so many of these poltergeists, typical poltergeist activity, a lot of Legit. times can draw back to, mental illness bipolar some of those things where you know there's this something that like this mentalism almost that you're projecting such intense extra energy from your you know you're just you're you're creating it your subconscious mind exactly that's oh guys that's what a poltergeist is your own creation essentially is coming from you i did not know that that's the kind of your you know, look it up in the dictionary. It is like one of the things that it's it's kicking up. Essentially, it's like projecting something that's coming from your subconscious. Hmm. And so, you know, it's stirring some things up. Now, it's your typical ghost where it's, you know, somebody got murdered in your house or committed suicide and it, they're stuck on a loop. This is a different kind of thing. You're okay. Um, now, it doesn't explain the demonic kind of feeling and being watched. Like, poltergeist is a little bit different there. Um, but, you know, in that instance, I mean, and, and again, dude, you might have in your family line going back into Appalachian history of being these kind of medicine women, maybe that run in your mom's family where, you know, maybe your mom's family were granny witches or some of these kind of folks that have this kind of openness and that's been passed on to you. And now you have all these things that can see this beacon of light. That's you. And now, you know, I've always heard shadow people are are former drug addicts. And people that had passed away and they're like coming to you and searching for something, searching for you to help. But you're this beacon of light. It's like that sixth sense kind of and feel. And they're coming to Willis. you and trying to tell you something. Yeah, so they're kind they of popping, popping in and trying to get your attention. And it's perceived as this haunting or something really scary. They but could it's go really, about it in a better way. But, you know, you're this <laughs> beacon of light to them. You're like a moth to the this flame and they're the only you're the only thing that they can see in this darkness that's kind of interesting so you know you're like a moth you're like a moth man right (laughs) man you're like a moth 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 man get it (laughs) throw a little moth man in i love it oh justin but all that shit's i mean you know (laughs) (laughs) but no the the scariest story that she ever told that she ever told me and it was during one of these times so you know i just took it with a grain of salt but for months whenever i would walk into a room this is what i would this is what would hit my brain she told me that she was laying in bed one night and she was it was actually my dad was working the night shift and working the hoot owl. 
and she was trying to go to sleep. She was dozing off and she felt like something kept tugging at her blanket, kept tugging at her covers. So she would reach down, bring them back up, roll over, try to get some sleep. She would feel it again. Well, this kept happening, kept happening. And finally she, she rolled over facing the wall and she felt the tug again, but the same time she felt the tug, she opened her eyes and looked at the wall and she said there was this giant looking like, like a shadow of a giant clawed hand that appeared on the wall. And when that happened, it made a swipe across the wall and her covers, her blankets got pulled completely <laughs> off of her, off of the bed. And when she looked down at the foot of the bed, there were these three small bald men in cloaks standing at the foot of her bed what and then she said she just freaked out i actually remember this night because she was screaming so when i go up in there to, to check you know she acts like everything's fine but when i run up in there there's there's nothing there and she says there's nothing there at that point so it was just like all this happened mm. i run up in and then it's all gone wow so, i'd be interested to see if there'd be like any sort of like native american shaman could come into the house and kind of get that spirit a, out of there that blessing. energy yeah uh i mean it feels to me like somebody on the property was practicing witchcraft or something like that's what it feels like it's to totally me. possible some, it's totally some possible. kind of or I mean, on the fantastic. land like i wouldn't be surprised if you dug into the foundation found some kind of pentagram or <laughs> you know you know what i mean i mean i don't know there's things that get drawn into right uh yeah yeah, absolutely. Well, it's crazy because I was going to say that, you know, I mean, my dad, he's a total skeptic. He still lives there. My yeah. mom's, you know, she doesn't live there anymore. Um, it's just my dad and his girlfriend. But, you know, neither one of them really report, you know, anything. You know, they're, they're both really skeptical people. But, and this may not be anything at all. It's just, it's, it's funny and, it, and it's kind of weird. So, I called up there well my dad's girlfriend called me one day because she had picked up my kids from school and was going to meet me with them um somewhere but dad had already mentioned like cooking dinner or having dinner that evening or whatever so i just told her i was like no nah, i'm just gonna ride up you know bring the family we'll sit down and have a meal together just spend the evening and she's like okay well, you know that works perfectly so I get off the phone with her and I literally couldn't hang up because my screen went completely black on my phone. Well, dude, it wouldn't work for hours. I tried, I was Google. I pulled out the laptop and was Googling everything. Like, you know, I've got the black screen of death on my phone. What do I need right. to do? So I'm, right. I'm trying all of these different things and nothing's working. So, you know, I just keep my phone in my pocket and I'm thinking, well, hopefully it'll start working eventually. I go up to dad's, <clears throat> we have a meal, we sit down and eat and just being totally just ridiculous. I walk through the hallway toward my dad's bedroom and I, I look around at the ether and I said, look, dude, just give me my phone back. All right. I won't talk about you anymore. So I guess I lied. Just, just give me my phone back. I just like to have my phone back, please. Finish the meal. I didn't think another thing of it. I finished the meal. <laughs> we left. I got home. 
I was just telling my wife, well, it looks like I'm going to have to uh, get a new phone. I might as well start looking to order one. <laughs> tried to turn my phone on again that I had tried 150 times that day. And it comes right on. Hmm. That's no, that's no that's joke. Too weird. No joke. Yeah. I think I told Ryan about yeah, the like very next day. Tonight. Lost his audio. For real? We lost his audio. Stop. Did you seriously lose my audio? No joke. Well, yeah, we apologize. We're, we're sorry that we've had some uh, gremlins going on here, uh, but uh, no, I think dude, we don't apologize. <laughs> don't apologize. It was but, it was our that was our demonic shadow <laughs> entity that jumped in here and started messing with uh, junk. Oh man, but no, it's to your point too. Like, I'd love to have them back on. Oh, and, that's and what talk I was about to say. The, uh, the Petra Whip, which we didn't get to, the the treasure hunt. I'm a junkie for <laughs> Just this. Laying kind of the stuff. foundation work. Yeah, I love legends of of treasures. Oh and yeah, whether it's like the White Mountain in Arizona and and uh, you know, there's some legends of treasures here in Ohio. So it's gonna have to bring them. You back know, on. we can put a pin on this. I think right now. Yeah. And uh, let's dude, let's do this again. I don't think there'll be a, a shortage of. Uh, times in the future we can hop on and do this no um we can do whatever we, we want. appreciate you guys and and please let us know guys where can we find you um where should people contact you how can we support uh the ai podcast yeah where's all those socials uh you can check us out uh anywhere you listen to podcasts we're available on any podcatcher um you can subscribe to our YouTube, Appalachian Intelligence. Uh, you can follow us on all of our socials. Uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I think Ryan's got a TikTok going, but we never really jump on there and check it. Hardly ever. Uh, we're never go check together out our... to do TikTok videos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, been... we, and we're not, and we're not been... very good dancers. I've been trying to get these two to do the Wednesday dance with me like all the other hot chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, I would, I would totally be on that. <laughs> grown ass, uh, you women, go grown ass women dancing like that. On a, uh. Oh, dude, you He's can go check out our Patreon. He is frustrated. You can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Appalachian underscore intelligence. Uh, you can support us that, that way. Uh, we have a support the show link that's in all the show notes with buy me a coffee. You can throw us a little change in the, in the coffee bucket, if you Very will, cool. uh, that way. Uh, but most importantly, the biggest way that you can support, Oh, before I get into that, you can send us your stories or any yeah. kind of information that you want to send to our email at Appalachian intelligence at gmail.com. Uh, any weird stuff that you want to send our way for us to check out or read or look at whatever uh, we have. The show has a PO box. It's PO box 855 Hayside, Virginia, 24256. And although those are all super awesome ways that you can jump on and support us, the biggest way that you can support us is sharing the show. Just share the yep. show, text it to your buddies, post about it on social media, talk about what a bunch of idiots these dudes are but how ryan's super funny i mean just whatever you want to talk about i mean yeah share the show that's the biggest thing and most importantly just uh come together in a community with it yeah. i mean you know we're just a bunch of dummies that like to talk to people a lot smarter than we are about really really weird stuff and we like to talk to other weirdos out there that enjoy that stuff so for sure 
you can jump over on the Discord and hang out with us over there. Good time. Um, a lot of different, a lot of different things going on. Uh, we're on Alt Media United. You can go check out our webpage over there. Mark Steves from my family thinks I'm crazy. He's got a cool thing going over there. So nice. we're a lot of different places. You can go to Google and type in Appalachian Intelligence, and our info and ugly mugs will pop up all over the interwebs. Yep. So. I was about to say, yeah, I found you guys it. on Twitter today. I found you on YouTube and subscribed. I'm late to the game sometimes with that, so I apologize. But yeah, AI app podcast on Twitter, right? I think yep. is the Twitter handle. Yep. Um, but yep. it's always out there. If uh, people get frustrated, just keep digging a little bit more. Try a little bit different search. Yeah. And sometimes I've got up. most of those links, guys, in our description notes, of this yeah. video. So please head to the description. I will add the Patreon. Cool. I'll go back and make sure that gets in there. And it may be cool. a couple other things that, uh, that I missed from that awesome outro. Yeah. Um, you know, thank you guys so much yeah. for coming on the show. This was so no, much. Yeah, thanks Lance, for Ryan, you guys uh, have anything, anything you guys want to add to button this up? Absolutely. Uh, Lance or Ryan. Uh, Justin mostly does our talking for us. That's okay. <laughs> he just, every once in a while will allow us to, put a few words in we have to okay offer well pens. dudes it's been serious seriously awesome hanging out it's with been you. a pleasure again we've been doing live streaming for a very long time and, and uh, i've never come in contact with these really really bizarre audio issues that we encountered right. tonight right so we'll chalk it up to spiritual i don't know uh you know <laughs> If I see a shadow person tonight, I know who I'm calling. We're going to bless this place. We're going to bless it down. <laughs> Again, guys, I want to sign off. Yes, exactly. Everybody uh, in the chat as thank well. Thank you, fellas. Thank you. So, so very much. And uh, Ryan, this is the part where we leave you guys. <laughs> and uh, we wanted to remind you, yes, we're going to bow to yep. each other like we rehearsed. Yep. And uh, we will take us out here, bub. Um, so you, know, you guys can, uh, everybody listening and watching, we thank you for all for the support. Hit that subscribe button here in YouTube. Yeah. Hit the like on the video. Um, even though, you know, had some audio issues, you still enjoyed it. Please hit that like button. Yeah. Um, I mean, just to give you reference, we've been, we started this back up in November. Yeah. And I don't know what our YouTube numbers were at then or Captivate numbers, but I mean, we're at almost 800 subscribers. We're at almost 4,000 watch hours. We're at almost 4,000 downloads in like two and a half months. I mean, We've got people coming out watching, listening. We thank appreciate you it. Very, like very, you very don't much. believe. Yes. Um, and thank you to everybody. Another big thing, you can give us out. a review. Can you rate us on Apple, on Spotify, on any of those podcasts, subscribe, all of that. You don't have to do anything. It doesn't cost you a thing. It just helps us kind of get a little bit more of a foothold. And if you're liking and you're watching, there's somebody else out there like you that wants to watch it as well. And you doing that rate, review, subscribe helps boost us to another viewer or possible listener. Yep. And um, you're just helping us continue what we're doing if you keep doing that. Yep, absolutely. And yeah, thanks to everybody in the chat that came out and supported tonight. Oh, 100%. Uh, we thank you know, all the different countries. It's wild seeing uh, the, the audio platform yeah. of kind of like, you know, different countries like Japan and um, popping up as downloading our show. Yeah. So uh, it's been cool. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook at the strange road, obviously here on YouTube, we're on every podcast platform. Yep. Um, you know, like Bub said, make sure you go rate us, please. Um, we would appreciate it. You know, you can hit me up at Mikey Leesner on Instagram at Bub Randley on Twitter. Uh, Bub handles all of our Twitter. So if you, if you hit us yep. up on Twitter at the strange road, you're going to be talking to Bub. Probably if me. you hit up, 
the strange roads instagram you're going to be talk chatting with me facebook um, and we got the facebook group uh strange road hitchhikers uh which is starting to pick up some speed we got some yeah. folks in there and uh, i've been inspired by the ai fellas and uh, hollow sky fellas for sure to get that, that community channel going yeah. eventually so that's kind of you know we're not quite there yet but yeah we appreciate the hell out of all you guys oh yeah and uh you know kyle and matt once again absolutely back there making it all happen for us so we can make these shows uh come together appreciate it wouldn't happen a lot of those guys 100 um and stay tuned for the serpent mount impact crater dvd yep uh gonna be for sale very 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 soon yeah and uh go and hit up tom and terry out the rock shop seven miles from serpent mound house of fake House of fake cops rock shop yep. if you guys have not been there you should go take a trip before you go to serpent mound Make sure you stop at Tom. He's going to give you all the points of interest and where to go and maybe even take you on a tour if you ask him. Yeah. Um, and that'd be a great day. Yeah. So thank you, everybody. We are out of here. Rolo signing off. What do you See think, you buddy? guys and gals? Come thank on, you buddy. for hanging out. And Rolo says peace out. Drop that <laughs> beat, stoner. Later, everybody. Cool. So these guys are still on, right? Yeah, they're still on. I think they can still hear us, too. Great, great job. Sorry about the audio issues, guys. <laughs> no, dude. I mean, that's that's nothing to apologize for. I think that was actually captivating. Uh, that was captivating fucking stuff. wild, bro. I we've yeah. never so it was weird because I don't know if you guys heard this in the beginning stages. I think it was, and I don't know if it was. You're fine. I don't know if it was just our audio side, your audio. I don't know where it was come from, but there was like some crackling for a little bit. Yeah, I don't know if you guys heard that on your end at all. Maybe that was uh, only over here. It almost no. sounded like uh like a like a like mumbling into a baby monitor. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I wanted to go with on that route? If I wanted to go real conspiratorial, was like there's like satanic cults that are making baby monitors, and when you put your baby down, they're like blah, 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 blah. like Holy they're just cramp. That would be crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, if I really want to get, you know, the the whole world's a bunch of pedophiles and Satanists, I would say that, like, you know, Greco and all those baby monitors are fucking yeah. some Epstein pedophile ring shit or something you know Got cameras in they're watching all these babies sleeping and stuff yeah dude yeah well i mean and it's, so that's what i was saying about your your uh the shadow man story like i've i've gone in my personal one a couple of times but like dude i had i saw it i was like no i didn't see that i'm laying there my wife's at work i'm at home by myself at night my covers start raising up i feel the bed depressed next to me and I'm like, I'm hyperventilating at this point. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I heard it speak to me. And it was like, come closer. It like whispered in my ear. And I'm out of the house. Out of the house. Ran yeah, out of the fucking house. That's, that's why I'm sitting there at 12 or 2 in the morning like, what the fuck do I do now? Where am I going to go? Like, I guess I'm going to bed. And like, we moved out yeah. of that place. And I've never had another incident. But like, my wife's family home where she grew up is haunted. That was kind of the first time I ever, you know heard noises and things that were just kind of unexplainable and that's when i was like all right maybe i don't need this so i've always been kind of i definitely believe in the paranormal i've you know had some limited experience so when i do hear things where i'm going nope nope that sounds exactly exactly right like that's exactly what well, that's the thing man like when when you start hearing these stories and they're like you know comparable to each other you know like that you hear the same kind of details and, and right like there has to be validity to it because i didn't know your story and you didn't know my story right and then all right. of a sudden they're just kind of coming together and it's they sound weird, very man. similar yeah and that's the whole yeah. thing like and, and 
you know, it, it's in our podcast. So if you've heard it or something like that, but like, again, when we get guests on or something, they start saying somewhere, I'm like, my radar starts kicking off. I'm like, that's, mm-hmm. that checks out. This checks. Out. I've never heard the thing about the mirrors though, before about like, you know, like being able to see the reflection, almost like they're trapped in that mirror. And well, if you to listen them. to a lot, if you listen to a lot of folklore, you know, goes back as far as well, civilization does. Does. Well, you know, they talk about the scrying you, mirrors and all that but mirrors, you know a right. lot of people believe the mirrors are a portal a portal to the spirit realm i mean fair enough i don't know i mean it i won't well, I, I won't let monica public. yeah go ahead i won't let monica put mirrors facing each other in the house right just because old family folklore and now again yep. what you were talking about and saying well there's a bunch of granny witches in the i just had an old lady uh tell me the other day an old well-known granny witch tell me the other day oh yeah honey you and your family y'all have had the sight for as far back as i can remember oh yeah that's what first the, oh the shit dude i just got chills on that that's about your mom <laughs> when you started talking about your mom i was like yeah it's there's tight something in, there. in your family dude where you're in this open portal and being a teenager that that being like saw this light and found a weakness went at that, you the child being born yeah and the teenage kind of angst and it's just like well there's a lot of energy an energetic signature yeah. and it just hones in on that that's shit wild and you know mine my i've never been public with all my freaky shadow people stories and i probably won't ever unless it's we get to a members only type situation but do some yeah paywall stuff so it's yeah not... but mine was all always drug related i used to do a lot of party and used to do a lot of cocaine used to eat a lot of ecstasy used to trip a lot on lsd mushrooms but i would find myself you know four or five in the morning by myself just geeked out hearing breathing hearing sounds seeing shadows in the mirrors no. One time I heard wings flapping outside my window, just (laughs) like, like legit, like what the fuck is going on? Am I going to be possessed any moment? And it, until that shit would get out of my system and it would just go away. But it was literally like, I'd be so jacked to a point where I was breaking into these kind of like darker realms. Yeah. I had a lady told me years later when my mom passed away. 2013 10 days later my first daughter was born all the shit ended the shadow people gone out of the house having those creepy feelings when i'd go to the bathroom at night and you know someone's in the room with you right that shit all ended the day my daughter was born and and it just so happened to coincide when i stopped doing cocaine all the time my mother had passed and she came in like a fucking archangel michael's flaming blue sword flaming sword and just swept all that shit out of our house and out of our being and i've never had a problem since yeah but up until that point like especially in my 20s when we're in this house yeah i'm seeing these fucking outlines of these fucking weird creepy things in the tv in the windows in the mirrors now you would turn around and look and you wouldn't see anything it would just be in there in the mirrors and that went on. I mean, Spielman's old house down Lane Avenue, Ohio, yeah. OSU, uh, Ohio State University. Yeah. We were in Columbus, OSU, old campus, dude. Some of these houses are like a couple hundred years old. And college kids pile into these things like 10, 11 kids will. Oh, yeah. Three, four stories tall. Old houses on Lane Avenue. In that place, those guys lived in. We used to party hard. Mm-hmm. And then at night, 
the party would die down. And I just sit there at night being, dude, you don't hear that. You don't hear all those people downstairs talking. Are you sure there's no one in the house? Dude, you're freaking me out. Stop. I'm like, but you hear that. Yeah, I hear it. Well, I'm seeing shit in the fucking TV behind us. And, and that went on for, you know, a while I used to think I used to be paranoid and people were fucking with me. Like my buddies were behind me, like going like this. And then I turn around, there'd be nobody there. Yeah. I almost try like, I think I'm sensitive enough, but, but like, I had to my house my is old together for so all like, that to stop. I don't want any of it now. So like, if I hear weird shit in my house, like I was like, yeah. That's it's just an old house settling. I don't want to know anymore. At this well, point. Oh, like, yeah. I don't need house. it. I don't want to engage. That stuff wasn't. No, I know. House. I know. It was me. And years later, this, the energy you were carrying had told me, yeah, Michael, you are you have this light in these former these shadow people or, or drug addicts. Yeah. That are coming to you for help. Yeah. They see you as this kind of like or cocaine. light that they're <laughs> right. And that, and, the, and she said the coat, co the drug that you were sure. on was like connecting you with them. Pulling them out. And they were trying to come to you for who the fuck, fuck knows, knows that's, that's real. real. But, but it, it resonated, resonated with me when I had, had that, that reading, reading with Savannah. Savannah. I mean, there's so definitely what I would say. Again, I won't denigrate cocaine to the nth degree because I've definitely done some cocaine. It's a method, great but time. But what I'm saying is, let like, me tell you, if you're, if you're smoking some bud, like you, you smoke a J. You know, that doesn't have like negative connotations unless you get a little paranoid, freaked out. But if you do enough cocaine, you will get kind of paranoid. Like that's just part of the, the drug itself. Right. So, I mean, that's going to have that effect on it. But I also think maybe just that effect kind of leads into those areas. Right. Of that weird. Right. Like. It's a dark. Yeah. It opens. It has an energy to it. Yeah, it I think it has an energy on that side of it. Where again, like the guy I used to work with, cracked me up. He's like, you know, where everybody finds Jesus. I was like, no. He's like in jail, in drugs. In you jail. know. Yeah. yeah, guys, this is still. I don't know if it's us or not. Mikey starts telling all this story and all this going on, and and what the psychic told him, and literally right after I said and cocaine, and everybody like your y'all's audio went like crazy, really echo reverb. Yeah, it was like, like it was eerie for a second. It was like you were it in a tunnel. Like you were and as, yelling down an enclosed slide tunnel is what. Yeah. It what? <laughs> and then as soon, and then as soon as you stopped talking about that. And went on to like just theories and talk. Fix it. Instantly back to normal. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest out. with you. It was fucking with me because he's the skeptic. Ryan's the skeptic. Yeah, but no, <laughs> y'all's voices, man. I'm super high right now, dude. <laughs> and your voices we're... were like, whoa, <laughs> damn. We definitely have to do this again. Then, we're high, we're getting, but I don't know if we're. I'm not high anymore. Well, I'm this. about to smoke a joint in a minute. Yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna re up on that, but yeah, yeah we, we definitely, definitely need to do this again. And, and like right now, like, man, it just did it again. It just did it again. Yeah. When we started talking about what happened, it does it again. Like right. it's so weird. The timing of all this is freaking well, weird. Everybody in the chat was like, as soon as they start telling their story, we lose fucking audio. Right. Like when we're just bullshitting, it comes back. But yeah. as soon as and the crazy, start telling. And the crazy thing is, 
no joke. Me and Lance have never, we've, we've never talked about that. That's, that's on mm. no podcast out there. That is strange road, exclusive content. Fuck yeah, so we've dog. just had a conversation with each other, but we've never actually put it out at all. Oh, we've sorry, never put it out there. Well, we're sorry like we broke said, your, we're sorry we broke your stuff and we we're sorry we never made it to the petroglyphs or the treasure two hours in. No, that's we're gonna change the title of the live stream in the episode. It's fine. It's it's only gonna be live for the people that have seen it right now. And but I mean that's you know, a cool change of pace it's too. Awesome. Oh, absolutely. Like, why this we is, do this is, live? Yeah, this is why we do live because you never know. Like when we were shooting concerts, it's like when that live stream goes, you're doing IMAG, whether it's, you know, a big festival or whatever. It's like, you got that point right up until you go live where it's like fucking white knuckle, fuck it, whatever's going to happen. That feeling, we love that feeling. Yeah, I A lot love of video production life. crews melt under that pressure. Our crew always thrived. So when we were hired for traditional video productions and then they would hire us and, and like we just stoner is fucking ice cold in his veins no one gets upset, worked up. It's like if there's issues, we fucking work through it. We're gonna have a great show no matter what. But it's live. It's fun. Because we want to. We want to have as much fun as the people why there. We live stream, and this is a great example of fuck it. There, all this weird shit went down. We start having audio issues, but it kind of makes the episode unique because again, you like you said, you you were just talking about all this for the first time. Um, yeah, if this is like ESPN, yeah. they and, wouldn't think it was anything significant. And, They'd be like, technical, honestly, but we're paranormal, we so it a works. bubble of protection. I'm a big, big, big believer. I've gone through multiple shamanic mushroom ceremonies in my life that have gotten me to understand these higher realms of consciousness. And I've gone deep, dude. I've seen shit that you can't explain, but it's it's in these higher states of consciousness within this ceremonial structure using mushrooms but you know you start seeing fucking bands of lights coming through the trees and and presences being there and owls in the fireplace that then turn into these fucking alien and lights that rip through the backyard that start undulating like a fucking dragon just a ufo just landed in the background i wasn't there for this one and i would have so liked to have been what those are about is just protection. You can get into those spaces. And like we were telling the hollow sky fellas that started having all this shit because cemetery you know, X. they were told not to go to cemetery X. And I said, dude, you guys got to protect yourself. Yeah. And that's oh, what yeah. Kyle eventually said was, yeah, we had a specialist come in and actually did what, what I started saying was like creating this circle of light. And that's what Roa and Amel really helped us do the last couple episodes yeah. to kind of like prepare, like, for us to have this room protected where these kind of situations, these conversations pop up, I'm not worried. I'm going to go home. I'm going to, we're going to find. Yeah. We have built the foundation to be able to have these conversations with you guys and, and to get fucking super weird and not be worried about sketched out. some kind of an attachment. Cause it's yeah. real dude. The attachment oh, stuff yeah. is real. I've lived it. Um, you guys, I've you just know, heard enough stories of it. I've seen enough. I, I don't need to even entertain it. Like, like the hollow sky fell is going to cemetery X. When that paranormal investigator says, do not go. Nope. I know the background of the implications of going and they just didn't understand how dangerous it was. And they start having this eight foot tall hooded fucking being for creeping yeah. around in their house. 
It's like that shit had oh. me. That shit had me really creeped out when they were going through their stories of how it was bouncing back and forth between, between them, them, and they weren't like telling each other that it was happening. I was like, "This is weird, man. Like, this is really yeah. weird." Like, my wife the other night. This is so strange. So she's learning Reiki. She's a nurse as well, but she's learning. Um, she's getting her uh, certification in yoga therapy because she just loves yoga. She's doing Reiki training. So this is so funny, man. Last week at like two, three in the morning, I wake up. She's got her hand on my chest and she's just like kind of like rubbing my chest. And I'm like, I wake up and like, man, that is so nice. That feels so good. <laughs> Next day I come to work and she texts me and she's like, Do you remember what you were dreaming? I was like, What? Like, I forgot she had done this, everything. Like, what are you talking about? She's like, You were like screaming in your sleep so hard. Like the dog got up, jumped on the bed. Like, and she's like, I didn't want to wake you because I thought you were having like a night terror. So she's like, the only thing I could do and think of was to do that, like, calming, healing touch and just kind of, like, put oh, this energy onto your chest. And, dude, I woke up like the happiest baby. I didn't think I was having a dream. I just... You were good. I could have gotten up and had a whole day. Yeah. I could have, like, gone off and been like, this is 8 in the morning. It's great. But it was really, like, 2 or 3 in the morning. And she's like, no, yeah, you were freaking out. And I was like, what? And she's like, that's why the dog's right next to you now, like... Yeah. He jumped up out of his sleep because you were screaming in your sleep. And I was like, what? Like, God, I don't remember any of that. Our Crazy. our old dog, Summer, mm -hmm. when I, I was doing, because, you know, we got Summer when me and my wife were still partying quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dog would just sit there and be full fucking alert, bro. And I'd be by myself at the end of the night just fucking digging into that bag. And Summer would just sit there and fucking stare at nothing. And just stare at the wall, stare at the door, like somebody. And I always felt somebody's coming in that door. Oh, wow. I always felt like someone's busting in this door. You can call it paranoia, paranoia, uh, paranoia. But I'm like, are the cops coming? Why do I feel like this? There's somebody on the other side of that door, and that fucking dog would just sit there and stare at the fucking door. Well, it's we're gonna have to dig into that deeper. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> we're about to investigate. <laughs> Yeah, fellas, guys, uh, do we have to give them anything after this, or we'll get all the? Yeah, so when uh, the audio drops, we'll shoot you guys a link, and you know we can kind of yeah, sure. yeah live stream like tomorrow. We'll, we'll you know uh, probably just uh, we'll make Stone got some photos, so we'll tag you guys in those, and then we make these Sweet. little audiograms when the podcast version, the audio version gets released. Uh, we'll invite you guys in as collaborators. Absolutely. So accept that, and then you'll get a nice little piece of content for your page um, from um, The Strange Road. It'll be all branded out uh, with your logo and your design and colors. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think that should be it. But if you yeah, guys need anything, reach out. Yeah, if you have anything you have questions about or need something, don't hesitate to ask or hit us yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, it's, you guys it's are the same. It. We had it's a fucking same. ball tonight, fellas. This is oh, great. Oh, yeah, this is, a, this is a blast, dude. This is a blast. Oh, Every I time. Again. I don't I don't know. I at this oh, point I don't have an explanation. Fellas, peace. We love you. Peace we out, love guys. you. Hill folk. What's up? Strange Road Hitchhikers Hill folk. Thank you guys. <laughs> we will do this again. <laughs>